So as you guys know, we've been expecting a child for a while now and well, nine months, <laughs> usually how it goes anyway. And so, you know, I try to get ahead on some episodes so we don't lose any content, you know, that there's always something new coming out every week. And I had some episodes planned. They were going to come out this week. Well, one, but everybody kept talking about this movie on the horror movie, you know, pages on Facebook or whatever. And it just kept popping up and everybody was loving it and loving it. So I had some time off still with this, uh, you know, maternity leave or whatever, figured I'd give it a go. So, uh, yeah, without further ado, we're going to do cobweb. Here we go. Thanks, Jack. Welcome back to Little Hops of Horrors podcast. I am John, your host as always. Uh, thanks again for for tuning in and, and sharing, uh, you know, the next half hour or whatever uh, with us uh, today. Like I said, we're doing uh, we're going to do this movie called Cobweb, and I, I don't think this got a theatrical release, but it um, it's been making the rounds on on a lot of the horror you know platforms and everything. Just everybody's loving this movie, and you know. Something about horror movies, if you've been in this, you know, this, this game long enough, you know, you've, you've seen a lot of hype and, you know, not, not a lot of follow through. <laughs> uh, we had one earlier this year with Evil Dead Rise. I wasn't a huge fan. Um, I know that I'm not exactly in the minority there, but, uh, you know, overall, I just think with everything that they put into it and, and the marketing and all that stuff, it just fell a little short of my expectations. But what are you going to do? So yeah, we're going to do Cobweb. Uh, this year release, 2023, it's only sitting at 63% on Rotten Tomatoes, which was very confusing for me because, well, we'll see. Uh, 87% Google users, 5.9 on IMDb. So it's a pretty solid movie for people that actually watched it that aren't stuck up critics. Um, and I know that I <laughs> I use Rotten Tomatoes as uh, a metric. And when <laughs> it aligns with what I think. I praise them. When it doesn't align with what I think, I, I shit on them. So uh, take it as you will. Today's beer is something I cannot fucking pronounce. Uh, it's why why has Stepfoner uh, <laughs> original? Uh, it's just their their regular Hellas Lager, um, like Pilsner, whatever. Uh, just a nice, clean, imported crispy boy uh, sitting at globally uh, 3.6 on Untapped. And uh, it's a 5.1% uh, ABV. These guys have been doing beer for forever. You know, this is one of those breweries that's been around. Let's see, I got the bottle here. It's uh, It says world's oldest brewery. Okay, so there's not even a year on here. That's how long they've been doing this shit. Oh, there we go. Brewed under purity law of 1516. Holy fuck. <laughs> 1516. I don't even know if there are people like, well, there were people here uh, in, in the United States, but... It was far from where, <laughs> uh, you know, the pilgrims and all that other shit trying to come over here and, you know, gentrify the country. Anyway, we're not doing that with history. Today we're doing uh, Cobweb. So right off the bat, you know, we're going to, I love this movie. I thought it was fantastic. I'm really curious to see how the, uh, how the rewatch value is. Uh, there's a lot of inspiration that it pulled kind of every, it, it's what I want in a horror movie. Uh, it's got some really creepy, unsettling you know, uh, images, noises, you know, um, there's some gore in it. It's got a little bit of everything and it doesn't take long to get going. They don't really build much of a storyline before they throw you right into what's going on. All you know is that there's like a little kid that's hearing some shit in his walls and that's it. And the parents don't want to deal with it. Um, 
you know, they're, they're uh, pretty much against, you know, entertaining him being afraid of whatever they're just, no, you're just, it's your imagination. It's your imagination. And as a dad, a new dad, I'm definitely not looking forward to my kid saying he hears something or he sees something or some crazy shit that now I have to deal with. Uh, (laughs) You know, I'm not looking forward to that, but you know, they do a good job at, at, you know, portraying the acting was great in this movie. Everybody was, was pretty much taught here. The guy that plays the captain America dude, home, homelander or whatever in the boys is the dad in this and the the mom looks familiar as well but i couldn't quite figure out um you know where i knew her from but uh she has a very familiar face maybe i've seen her in something i don't know anyway so but he does a really good job is like a like a dickhead dad um and i know he's kind of a dickhead on that show so maybe he's typecast or whatever (laughs) um but you know the poor kid you just feel for him through the whole movie he's like kind of an introvert doesn't really fit in at school doesn't fit in at home like his parents are just like really strict on you know i don't know like just just doing what he's supposed to do and you know they're trying to just i don't know you, you, there's something off about the parents and, and you can't really put your finger on it but it slowly kind of unravels throughout the movie and that's what i really liked about it is it just it was it's kind of just mysterious the whole way through, right? You didn't really know where it was going. Um, it was a lot of fun. So, you know, as we mentioned, the the, the little kid, uh, his name's Peter. Um, you know, he's having some trouble at school. He's getting bullied by, you know, this one kid in particular who's kind of a dickhead. Uh, you know, breaks his pumpkin and all this stuff. And I'm going to go let the dog in. So give me one second. Ah, the beauty of podcasting. Yeah, sorry about that. Thank you very much for being understanding. As always, uh, we live a real life here. Got three dogs and a kid, and the wife is doing her best to keep them all corralled outside and get some, you know, vitamin D and all that stuff for her and the baby. And let me do this little uh, this little experiment. So, yeah, I need a sip of beer. If you guys ever see these imported, uh, you know. Belgian style ales or, you know, anything from Germany, you're going to see it a lot now because of, you know, Oktoberfest coming out, uh, next month. And I mean, they're just great. You know, the stuff that we have over here is pretty good. Uh, but those guys have been making the same beer. I mean, look at this, this is fucking 500 years. They've been making the same beer. Like it's insane. Uh, I don't know anybody that's in business, you know, that long. So apparently they're doing something right. Um, now if only I could pronounce it correctly for you guys to be able to see it on the shelf, Weihein Stefaner, W-E-I-H-E-N-S-T-E-P-H-A-N-E-R. Weihein Let's just do that. Weihein There we go. Um, they have a bunch of different stuff. Uh, all these old classic styles because uh, the German purity laws, not the bad ones from the 1940s, but the other ones that they had that were beer related. Uh, that was a poor attempt at humor. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> anyway. Um, so Peter's a kid who gets picked on at school and everything. He doesn't have a great home life. And so you can see why, you know, he's just looking for someone to be nice to him. You know, and, and I'm sure we've all met somebody like that in our life one way or the other. And, and you just feel really bad for this kid. Turns out that what's in the wall is is a little girl. Um, you know, whether or not he's imagining this, 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 this girl is you know, very sympathetic to his situation and feels very bad for him and is trying to just be nice to him and all this stuff and trying to just encourage him to be better and, you know, keep his head up and all this stuff. 
And so much to the point where she tells him to like stand up to this kid, this bully at school. Uh, he does. And he shoves the little fucker down the stairs, breaking his legs. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it, it's, and this is like the first 15 minutes of the movie, maybe, maybe 20 minutes. It's not a long movie. It's not even an hour and a half. Um, which, and they pack a lot of stuff that happens. So you don't have a half hour of builder, you know, going on for nothing. Uh, and you, you somehow immediately feel bad for this little boy. Like just, you know, I don't know if it's, a, it's his acting, I guess, you know, it really, you just feel bad for him. I just want to give him a hug, you know? <laughs> uh, so he pushes the kid down, knocks, you know, breaks his legs and everything. He gets expelled. They kick him out <laughs> for shoving this kid down. He gets kicked out of school. And uh, dad's, dad's not a big fan of that. And, you know, he, they're having this little shakedown. And you guys remember that when you, you did something wrong at school and like both of your parents kind of like corral you in like one fucking room and just berate, just attack you. You know what I mean? Just like, what were you thinking? I'm so embarrassed. I'm so disappointed in you. Blah, blah, all that stuff, you know, just make you feel like so small and just awful. And you just couldn't wait for it to be over. So you could like get back to being liked again. <laughs> uh, or maybe none of you had that. Maybe that was just my childhood. I don't know. <laughs> I should talk to somebody anyway. Mom intervenes and dad's, uh, you know, kind of uh, disciplining of, of his son, verbal disciplining of his son, and uh, says that he drew a picture at school that caused a substitute teacher to stop by, which we did, you know, skip right over. But they were doing some art projects in school, and, and it was around Halloween, and he drew one that says, help me. It's a little boy and it says like, help me, uh, on his thing. So, you know, that's alarming. You would, if you didn't, you know, out of context, even in context, you would be concerned for this young man's well-being. So the teacher stops by and the mom's very dismissive and all this stuff. And there's just something off about her, you know, and, and the dad, and the more they talk and they speak and interact with him, the more you just like, this kid is in such a bad situation. Like we need to, like, I hope he gets out. And that's why he starts talking to this girl in the wall. And dad hears that he did this and he's talking to the girl in the wall. So what does he do? Well, what any sane dad does, he locks his kid in the fucking basement. Oh, that door, by the way, is hidden with padlocks behind the refrigerator. So it's, you're, you're just like, what is happening here? Is this, your mind's racing like a hundred miles an hour. You know, you feel terrible for this kid. There's a bunch of padlocks on him. You're like, this probably isn't the first time this has happened. Um, and it might not be the only, you know, are they even parents? Are they just like living under this or do, do they abduct kids? Do they, you know, you don't know what's going on. There's, they do a really good job. of just kind of suspending, you know, what they want. They just give you a little bit of information, you know, just enough to feed you, uh, get a little, get a little taste. And then you, it all kind of comes together towards the end. Um, so, you know, the, this, the teacher wants to stop by and uh, check on him again because he got expelled and he's not in school and all this stuff. And parents aren't really having it. They bring her in and, you know, Peter can hear that there's somebody here to see him. And mom's freaking out saying, I can't believe you think I'm a bad mother and this and that. And there's this big scene upstairs. And Peter comes up and he's like banging on the door trying to help, help me, help me. But he's so, you know, insulated by his prison right now. And they have like a loud ass washing machine and all this stuff. And the teacher is like, what is that banging? And the dad's like, it's a washing machine. You should leave, you know, basically like forcing her out. And 
you know, you, again, it's just like this, this, it's this hopeless situation for this, this poor kid. And, uh, you know, we, we get, I guess he's done with his sentence. I don't know how many days he was down there. Um, but while he's down there, he does find that there's a cage in the ground. Like there's a, like a heavy metal grate with like a chain on it and shit. And you're like, what is, what is this for? <laughs> this is not, this is not okay. Mom comes down with some cookies and says, you know, you're done. You did your sentence. Let's, let's get you out of here. Gets him upstairs, gives him a little sponge bath, tries to show him some TLC and all this stuff. And the kid goes back to bed and he reaches out to this girl in the wall and she says, I'm your sister. Uh, the parents, they're evil. They're not who you think they are. They're not good people. You have to help me get out of here. So as an impressionable young kid who's used to people being so mean to him all the time, you can imagine why it would be so refreshing for, you know, him to hear something nice and be like, Oh God, you, you suffered like I did too. You can connect immediately. And, um, there's another hidden door. I don't know who the fuck has all these hidden doors in their house, by the way, but there's another one. Like we watch house hunters all the time and I have not seen one where they're like, by the way, if you want to kidnap children and just like hide them in the walls, there's a door for that right here. Um, so, but they hide the door behind like a grandfather clock and all this stuff. Um, this, this, this movie shot really well. Uh, the lighting's like, I know some people were complaining that it's, it's like a little, a little dark, but I like that effect because if, and this might've been a little bit of a lower budget movie, um, cause it didn't go to theaters, I don't believe, but you know, it's, they use the environment just that you're not seeing everything. Uh, you don't know what's in the shadows. They just, you know, you just see what they want you to see. Um, and it's really effective. Um, they set the tone really well. The score is really good. You know, it's just really creepy and unsettling throughout. Um, so we get to this next scene and this, this kind of confused me a little bit here. Uh, but it, it gets really, really creepy. Uh, and I got some, some vibes here from, uh, well, I'll explain what happened. So little kid, uh, wakes up to a loud bang, you know, in the middle of the night and his door slowly opens and, you know, he's calling out, you know, some mom, is that you? And he sees like a figure bolt from one side of the hallway to the other. And the camera pans over and dad's already in the room. Uh, and he's just standing there. His eyes are going all crazy. His teeth are chattering like, you know, crazy. It, it, he, he had this look on his face, like, um, you know, one of the, if you've seen smile similar to that, but like maybe a little more sinister, a little more like there's something wrong with him. Like he's possessed. And then mom's doing some crazy shit running back and forth, you know, kind of like they do in like hereditary once what's her face gets the spoiler alert. Uh, if you haven't seen hereditary jump like 15 seconds, um, you know, when she gets, towards the end of the movie when she gets possessed or whatever and she starts acting all ape shit and like sprinting around the house and banging her face off everything all right that was almost 15 seconds so welcome back if you did skip ahead if you didn't we're gonna keep going anyway um so mom like dives in on the bed and uh great jump scare there Th that whole scene is very creepy and very awesome <laughs> this this movie was really good i really enjoyed it um but as you know he she gets him and you're expecting some kind of attack to take place uh like the world flips upside down and you know she says she's honey honey you're having a you're having a nightmare you've been shaking is everything okay so like was that a dream did the girl in the wall have anything to do with how he saw his parents 
uh, are they really that bad or are they trying to protect him from something in the most demented way possible? Uh, that's a theory we can talk about later at the end of the movie. So little girl's talking to him still. He's at home now because he got expelled. So he's getting homeschooled. Little girl's talking to him, says, you need to go up and find out what the secret is in the garden. So he does. And he finds a human skull. Mom sees it. He's out there, comes flying out and he grabs a pumpkin, you know, saying, I just want to carve a pumpkin for Halloween since I can't go trick-or-treating. And the whole reason they can't go trick-or-treating is because a girl disappeared uh, a few years ago and they're very protective. They don't want anything to happen to him. Even though he wants to go trick-or-treating, they don't want, they're not going to let him go. So the theory about that skull that I thought is that maybe that's the little girl and the girl on the wall has something to do with that skull being back there because she knew it was there. So either she can see everything that was happening and knows that the parents are bad and whatever, or she had something to do with it. And that's why she's in the wall. So but we can talk more theories when we get to the end. So he decides that he wants to, you know, um, escape. He wants to get rid of, you know, get out of there. He talks to the, the girl in the, in the room, needs some liquid refreshment. Give me a second. Talks to the girl on the wall and says, you know, we're going to get out of here. And dad helps him and, you know, brings him down to the garden and all that stuff. And there's some more cryptic things. There's a lot of like read between the lines about what I'm really saying in this movie between the parents and the kid or the parents and literally whoever they, it's like, they're, they're not of this world. Like they're, they're like imposters. They're, they're very weird. Um, but it's also really well done. So, um, it's Halloween night and the family's just trying to sit down and eat. They have their lights turned off. So nobody comes up and bugs them for candy and this and that. And you see the bully's car drive by and essentially, you know, foreshadowing that they're going to make a visit later on and TP the house or do something to kind of wreck this kid for breaking their, uh, their little brother's legs or their friend's legs or whatever it is. So the kid's just playing with his soup, right? He's not really eating any of it. He's just kind of stirring it around and the dad's like scarfing it down and the wife, you know, she's eating it. The mom's eating it. And the dad makes a comment. He says, you know, is it, what do you do to this soup? It tastes different. And they're both eating it. And she's like, oh, I made it the same. I always do. And he's like, no, it tastes different. And he's like, it's good. You know, I, I like it. He's like, it just tastes a lot different. And she says, it tastes, it tastes like there's cinnamon in here. And the look that comes across the dad's face is this realization that, oh, fuck. So earlier in the movie, dad tries to downplay the scratching on the wall by saying that there are rats in the wall. So he goes out to the garage or the shed or whatever in the backyard. And the young man, Peter, grabs the rat poison, which apparently smells like cinnamon. Does anybody know if that's a, that's a true thing? I've never bought it and I've definitely never smelled it. Uh, but he says it, it smells like cinnamon. So, you know, immediately the camera looks at both of the you know, almost empty bowls of the parents and nothing's taken out of Peter's dad gets up, you know, Peter pretty much takes off running. He's like, call nine one one. And she, you know, mom's like, what's going on? He's like, call nine. And he starts vomiting blood. Like, so much blood. He's just, he's not having a good time. Mom grabs the phone. Peter's one step ahead. He already cut the phone line. I was like, whoa, <laughs> that was a cool little fucking, you know, curveball there. I wasn't expecting that. So dad's, dad's dead. Dad's vomiting himself to death. And, and that's what happens. He collapses on the floor and that's it. Mom doesn't go down so easy. Uh, she's not happy with him. And uh, 
decides to, to, to grab a knife and chase him around the fucking house. Um, they do one lap pretty much. And Peter runs upstairs and it catches up to mom finally. And she starts vomiting on the stairs. And then apparently this is this fucking kid's like signature move. He kicks mom down the stairs and she ends up landing on the knife and dies, but she doesn't actually die right away. So Peter goes to check on her and she says, don't let her out talking about the girl on the wall. And of course that's exactly what Peter goes and does. He goes and runs to the wall and unlocks. And this is a great reveal. Very good on the suspense building here. You know, the door is real slow and creaky and they pan back at the kid and they go back to the dark hole and back to the kid and back to the dark hole. And it's just, you know, you're expecting a jump scene, but this is significantly more effective. I think you just see kind of like a smile, like a sinister smile and like glowing eyes and like this creepy laugh of a voice that you hadn't heard before. Like, like an old, like witch kind of, you know, sound like an older lady. Definitely not the sweet, innocent girl that you thought you were going to get. So now you're like, fuck the parent, you know, old Peter runs to his room and he hides and barricades the door. Cause he doesn't want whatever this is to, to get him. The bullies come back and they they make their way into the house and happen upon well they see the the left like the remains of of the crime scene so to speak uh mom gets shoved into some kind of like under the stairs harry potter fucking cabinet thing like folded in half or folded three ways and just shoved in there and there's like blood pouring out of there real slow and you know this this entity that y- you don't see it's just kind of like scatters around like it's really creepy it's kind of like on all fours but moves like a like a spider would so so to speak hence the name of the movie um but think like um think like Gollum from lord of the rings and uh samara from the ring that we covered a couple weeks ago uh like those two together is pretty much what what i got from this uh this character whatever she is this entity and she starts picking up, you know, picking off the kids, um, you know, one by one, a uh, lot of blood. One gets yanked under the piano and fucking, you know, blood fucking everywhere. And then the bully kid that, that in high school or middle school, whatever, you know, he slips and falls on some blood and she snatches him up from up top and another kid's upstairs. And this is my favorite one. Um, as you'll see, <laughs> this kid just keeps like bouncing in and out of view of Peter and his room. Um, his door's open now, by the way, and eventually <laughs> he just comes back into frame without a head. And so, I mean, yeah, that's got to be our kill of the week. <laughs> Anytime you see a headless dude like walking around, bumping into walls with blood squirting out all over the place, I mean, it's pretty cool. It's kind of hard to top that. So that was my favorite kill. Now. They start revealing this uh, this character, this entity, a little more. She's like running around, you know, the the stairs, like the wall. So now she has she's like Spider Woman, Spider Man. She can crawl. It it gets kind of weird here, uh, but she's very, you know, again, kind of creepy. She comes into Peter's room and starts talking about who she is. And Peter's hiding under her bed, under his bed. She says that she was born first. 
she was a monster and not everybody wants to raise a monster. So dad made her live in that pit that he was, he, he found, uh, initially in the basement, tossed her in the walls after that. And she got raised essentially by, you know, spiders and rats. I even got some mama vibes here, like how she is. Um, so like kind of, yeah, add mama into that, that list. Um, then after she's done giving her little lecture, she like pulls her fucking uh, hair up because she's got a lot of hair. Um, pulls her hair up off the ground and she's like, trick or treat. And there's a fucking human head inside of a jack-o'-lantern. And the kid's is like, ah, like he's going to need fucking, if he didn't need therapy before, he's going to need it now. So the teacher um, that was earlier in the movie and kept trying to check on, you know, his well-being stops by. And uh, tries to rescue young Peter from the clutches of his parents and finds something even more sinister that she has to deal with. And they have this, you know, little tussle and they all end up in the basement and Peter ends up down in this, you know, in that cage and he, he escapes by pulling her hair and crawling up like she's fucking Rapunzel and they beat her into the cage and they lock it. And as they're getting ready to walk up the stairs, you know, you're like, he's finally with this teacher. He's going to be safe. He's going to be okay. And she warns him. She says, you don't think you can get away from me that easily. Do you? Every time you see a shadow run across the hall, every time you go to double check to make sure your door's locked, every groan or scratch or creak you hear in the middle of the night, you'll think of me. And one of these days I'm going to be there. I'll always be there. I'll always follow you. And that's how they end the movie. So this is Cobweb. This this movie was fun. It's only an hour and 28 minutes. I loved it. I thought they did a really, really good job here. Um, the the shots were great. I don't understand why Rotten Tomato, you know, shat all over this. Um, I, I mean, I, I just I just loved it. I, th- I thought it was really well done start to finish. You know, the, the tone was great. The score was great. The acting was good. There's gores. There's decent jump scares. Like, it's everything you want in a horror movie. There's not a pointless storyline. It's just like, it's just the meat of the storyline. That's all there is. There's just meat. You know, it's a very lean movie. There's not a lot of fat and unwanted pieces. Um, this, for me so far, as far as 2023 movies is concerned, is the best that I have seen. Uh, it's... It's better than Evil Dead Rise, better than, you know, Unrated Megan, but that's barely a, you know, I didn't hate that movie, but it, it just wasn't, I don't know, it could have been better. I, most of these movies can't, but this one, I don't really think, I think they just nailed it across the board. Um, I know that some people were talking shit on her reveal because you do finally see her face. Um, and you said it was shitty CGI and maybe my vision's bad and uh, I don't know, maybe I'm just tired from being a dad already but not that i'm tired of being a dad but you get it i love being a dad but i thought she was super creepy i thought her face was really you know it wasn't over the top it was just just enough to be like yeah that that could actually be a person (laughs) or used to be a person you know um ultimately though yeah this is this is the best horror movie i have seen um of 2023 uh we revisited the fourth kind a few weeks ago, and that's still that's up there with maybe the the best movie I've seen this year. But uh, 
as far as 2023 releases this is this is up there now we're still going to cover the pope's exorcist which is one of the bigger releases that just hit netflix so that'll be after the next two movies hopefully i might just stop telling you guys what i'm gonna fucking release things because like things like this happen where you know this movie's like hot and trending right now uh and to do a release on it like a month later would just be dumb so we got some stuff uh lined up here uh i am going to finally get to the exorcism of emily rose you guys will hear about that in the next two episodes too but i have two more movies uh pope's exorcist and exorcism of emily rose so two similar movies uh that we're gonna be doing probably back to back and that'll take us to right around Oktoberfest. Uh, we'll probably do some Oktoberfest beers and uh, maybe some pumpkin beers coming up um, to get ready for fall. Guys, it's almost fall, our favorite time of year. It is almost fucking Halloween. Um, I'm going to reach out to, well, I don't know. Maybe we're going to try to do a little treat for around Halloween. Uh, maybe we'll do a live episode somewhere. Um, could be fun. We still got some collabs running down the line. We got some, uh, you know, people we're going to bring on the show again. Uh, just timing of everything is not lined up for us to be able to do that right now. But uh, yeah, we're still going to do it. So anyway, uh, nine out of ten here for us. This is this is great. I fucking loved it. Cobwebs worth every little bit of hype that's out there right now. If you haven't seen it, I don't know why you're listening. I just told you the whole fucking movie. <laughs> um, but hopefully you watched it and you enjoyed it as much as we did. If you didn't, come tell me why. Jump on Instagram. Jump on Facebook. Tell me why you didn't like it. Email me. I don't care. You know, tell me what you liked and didn't like about the movie. I need feedback. You know, that's what we're here for. So, uh, yeah. And also, anytime you see any random fucking weird beer that's, you know, only a couple bucks on the shelf, try it. You know, what's the harm? It's a couple dollars. You spend it on lottery tickets every time the jackpot gets high or, you know, whatever. So don't be afraid to try new things, just like this movie. And uh, on that note, we're going to take it to exactly 30 minutes. Okay, now we're over the 30-minute mark. Now we're good. Um, last couple, we're only at like 28 minutes. So uh, regardless, we will see you next week. Thanks for tuning in again. Thanks for all the added support. Uh, enough rambling on my end. So until next week, cheers.